Hi, I'm Amy Kaufman. And I'm Lisa Damaris. And this is Appraiser Talk, the show where I ask Lisa, the Vice President of Appraisal Issues at the Appraisal Foundation, your appraisal questions. We answer questions from every corner of the appraisal profession, from consumers to appraisers and real estate to business valuation. Welcome to today's episode. Lisa, I love this question. Here it is. Is USPAP flexible? I love this question too. I think people sometimes think of USPAP and the standards as being this very strict set of rules that control exactly what an appraiser can and cannot do in every situation they encounter. And it's not. But before I get into the interesting details that make up the answer, let me quote something from USPAP. Appraisers have broad flexibility and significant responsibility in determining the appropriate scope of work for an appraisal or appraisal review assignment. Wow. So USPAP itself explains that it allows for broad flexibility. Indeed, it does. And this is because it is a principles-based document, not a rules-based document. Okay. Can you explain what that means? Uh, Sure. So let me start with an analogy, which you know I love. Say you are the mayor of a city and you need to tell people how they must drive when they are in, say, a traffic roundabout. Now, if you are using a principles-based approach, then you would tell those drivers, ensure there is a smooth traffic flow and prioritize safety when you are in a roundabout. And you could do that by Yielding to vehicles already in the roundabout, keep a safe distance from the vehicle in front of you, or use your turn signal. I get it. With a principles-based approach, the outcome is that drivers in the roundabout follow principles of yielding, maintaining safe distances, using turn signals, etc. This results in a smooth traffic flow and overall enhances safety. Yes. And now, if you would turn that into a rules-based approach, then you would tell the drivers, Vehicles in the roundabout have the right-of-way. All entering vehicles must yield. Maintain a minimum distance of one car length for every 10 miles per hour of speed. Use your right turn signal when exiting the roundabout. So the difference here is that for the rules-based approach, the outcome is drivers adhere to specific rules. While safety is ensured through the rules, there's less room for adaptability, human judgment, and certainly there's really no flexibility in what you just laid out. Yeah, exactly. And so then we can carry that analogy over to USPAP and into the appraisal process. USPAP contains roughly 60 pages of requirements. 60 pages. In just 60 pages, it tells every mass appraiser, personal property appraiser, business appraiser, and real property appraiser how to approach their work. Now that I think about it, given the vast diversity and not just the types of assets that appraisers appraise, but also the highly varied types of appraisal problems appraisers solve, it is pretty amazing that USPAP is only 60 pages long. I would have imagined it would have to be the size of a hefty textbook to cover all the methods, techniques, and variable situations appraisers run into. Right. And if USPAP were a rules-based document, you probably would have some pretty hefty 100-page textbooks on your hands. Just being a principles-based document, this allows for that tremendous flexibility. The requirements in USPAP rely on high-level, broadly stated principles rather than detailed, prescriptive rules. Can you give a few examples? 
Sure, let's look at a few of the principles-based requirements in the ethics rule. Let me read a couple to you. An appraiser must not perform an assignment with bias. An appraiser must not advocate the cause or interest of any party or issue. So if I were to really sum up how USPAP is written, I would say that USPAP focuses on outcomes. The focus is on achieving acceptable outcomes rather than laying out strict processes. This allows for great flexibility and adaptability. And in appraising, this is especially important because appraising exists in very complex and changing environments. And the principles need to be able to be applied with flexibility so that they are timeless and adapt to every changing and different circumstance. Yes. And from my prior experiences working on the Hill in D.C., I know very well the limitations of rules-based regulations. Rules-based regulations work very well in some instances, but for appraising, I see how impossible it would be to dictate to an appraiser the exact steps you have to take. Yes, because markets are ever-changing and laws and regulations are ever-changing and data is ever-changing, it would indeed be near impossible to write one set of rules for how an appraiser would handle all of the many thousands of different ever-changing variables that they face every day in their practice. USPAP, by being flexible, reflects the reality of the many different type of assignments that appraisers can do. And is a resource that shows just how flexible USPAP is, I would like to direct listeners to a resource we have on our website. We have a pamphlet called, Yes, I Can Perform That Assignment. And it features a great chart showing different scenarios an appraiser might encounter and where in USPAP they can look to learn more about the flexibility they have to perform that assignment. I agree. It really is a helpful chart. I encourage all of our listeners to check it out. You can go to the resources and click on current appraisers to see the full chart. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you'll tune in each week to Appraiser Talk. You can send in your questions to me at amy, A-M-Y, at appraisalfoundation.org, and you might just hear us answer it in a future episode. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Appraiser Talk is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.